Hey everybody, it's Josh here, and I just wanted to take a quick minute before the show gets started to just tell everyone that's listening, thank you. Any way in any manner in which you consume this, whether it's downloading, listening on YouTube, liking our Instagram posts, following us on there, going to the website and clicking it. However, that mechanism is that you choose to consume the content that we produce. I just wanted to say thanks. And on behalf of myself, obviously, and everyone here at Game Rage, we all thank you because knowing that you're out there and you're listening. And if we can just entertain one person, then really that makes all the blood, sweat, tears, everything we put into this worth it. And I know I'm sounding like a martyr right now, but I just wanted to show our appreciation, I suppose. And also to, you know, just remind everyone to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine and to follow us on Twitter and X or slash X at Game Rage Mag. And to also visit our website, www.gameragemagazine.com. And again, thank you from everyone here and myself at Game Rage from the bottom of our hearts. We thank you for listening. Welcome to the Game Rage Music Show. Episode number three of what we're calling the Game Rage Music Podcast, and it's going to be the usual suspects. It's me, Josh, and I'm also here with Adam. Yo, howdy. And so we kind of are doing something cool right now, and I just want I just want to recognize it because we got to figure some shit out, and, yeah. it, and it fucking, it, it got my dick hard a little bit, I'm not yeah. going to lie. Yeah, so hold, hold up a second. Do we, are we actually being uh, heard? Because I see like the the waves or whatever. That's uh, us right yeah, now. Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious. Yeah. Yeah. That's us talking. All right. That's cool. Everything else is that 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 music's playing through our headphones only. It's not being recorded yeah. on there. All right. Go ahead, go ahead and elaborate. Anyway, so um, we wanted to hear because obviously you've heard in the last episode we were talking about you know Jocatine and Adam has his uh, contact at KCRW. He's gonna play on his show jacatine we we assume well we're assuming we're because, hoping well, well the, the only thing is is that uh in current events uh president trump has been at all well, ex-president trump has been indicted in georgia uh so that interrupted like yeah. the whole broadcast so that was supposed to, it was supposed to be a two-hour program now it's been cut down to one so i'm not well i'm not entirely sure if that's how it's gonna unfold but we're gonna do like a live reaction if it actually does happen so uh anyways the the current topic at the moment is um, this one's kind of like a broad one, but yeah. I, I think it's mainly about the consumption of music itself. I guess right. and how it's possibly changed over, over the course of time. Yeah. I, I guess it's not, even, it's not even a possibility. It's, it's, it's it, oh, reality. it definitely has for it's sure. It's reality. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, my my headphone just uh, gave out. Oh, hold on. Maybe it's sorry. No. You... 
Wait. I think that, it's. I think it. You're good. You're back. Can you hear me? It, it's a little uh, on the lower side. Oh, Actually, yeah. I think it's good. We just. Yeah, we're good. I can hear it. All right. Now it went out. <laughs> I might have fucking. I might have gave you the wrong headphone because maybe I gave you the one that's plugged into mine. I don't know. Wait. I mean, I can hear it now. I'm good. Never mind. We're good. Sure. Yeah. Just leave. Just leave it. Just leave. No touch. Yeah. Right. No touch. All right. So. Um, yeah, so the, the topic is the consumption of music itself and how it's changed over the course of time. Yeah. Uh, and I, the only reason I wanted to bring this topic up is because I'm, I'm trying to evaluate what the, uh, the institutions that are kind of the curators of music itself, how yeah. it's changed, how it went from like radio itself to now where I feel like the, the playing field has been equalized and that TikTok now has just regular people curating right. music. Um, just songs that they like. It's yeah. not. It's not what's top forty. It's not anything. It's just like, oh, I like this song. Oh, I'm gonna make a playlist. Here's a list of songs that I really enjoy. And for whatever reason, people just gravitate towards those people, and then then they become like an establishment for the curation of music. So it's yeah. like the power has been moved from radio or even like television to now back to the people's hands. So yeah. it kind of like. I don't know. To me, it kind of equalizes the playing field. But, but be, like, I don't know. What, what's been your experience with, like, how you consume music? Yeah, so I, just to kind of piggyback on what you said a little bit with the the people being given the power now, it's it, and I think it also makes it more accessible for people who are artists to get their stuff heard because, obviously, the the prominence of the internet has has changed the landscape for just everything media in general i mean yeah. whether you look at movies tv and and specifically radio i think has been hit probably the hardest because in my experience with radio I, yeah as a kid growing up i mean that was the only way you could listen to music unless you had either a cassette tape or later on you know a cd and then obviously when i got into you know the late junior high early high school days that's when like napster and the digital stuff started coming out but that was still very young and that was that was awesome because you know i mean you got to download fucking music for free because you know you're you're some 13 year old kid and like you i don't think have i broke any... like two computers oh, just so off of using limewire yeah limewire and like napster or whatever like i i just i just would because i remember every time you wanted to hear it on the radio you had to hear something on the radio you had to wait and then oh man if you heard it oh shit turn it up turn it up and then you turn it up and then oh cool man now our song's playing like this is sweet we heard it and then that was it and then you had to wait another you know however many however long the cycle was for whatever the hot song was that they replayed over and over again Hmm. and now before you had to go out and buy the cd right or the tape or whatever and then you could listen to the shit over and over again but with that being said, you couldn't get your shit, I don't think, on the radio unless you were backed by some sort of major label. Like, you're not going to, you weren't going to get somebody like this, like Jocotine would not even have a chance or to be even heard by someone in a record studio because it's like back then they had to go out and physically find these assholes. They had to be performing in clubs. They had to be doing some sort of live yeah, performance. There's like boots to the ground. Right. Yeah. And, and, that was, I think, probably the hardest part of people trying to make it in the music business was because, again, like we've talked about before, where most people that start up a band or uh, are being an artist or whatever, they go and they usually either are making no money or they have to pay money to, to go at a venue. And to me, it's, it's it, it leveled the playing field, like you said, where you've got any anybody can throw out some shit on iTunes, right? And anybody can be heard and anybody could go on TikTok or fucking whatever. And there's no, the gatekeeping, the, the, gatekeeping, the gatekeeping is gone. I was going to say, dude, it's the, deleted. It's deleted. It's like the, <clears throat> even the obstacle of time and space itself. Cause like, even in like the seventies, 
I know I know I keep going back to like the Ramones and and, and uh Blondie, but yeah. dude, just because you were a great band in New York does not mean that you were gonna be a great band in fucking Los Angeles or like Seattle right. or Texas yeah. or whatever. Now that's a possibility because of the internet itself. Like you can be everywhere all at once just because of just being on a digital platform. So like in that regard, I think that has also equalized the playing field is that the, the opportunity to be discovered is equal yeah. everywhere across like, the there, board. There's no obstacles anymore. I don't want right. to say there's no obstacles, but there, yeah. It, yeah. Well, the, the obstacles are the bar is lower, you know, for, for obstacles of getting, yeah. of you getting in the bar for admission has been lowered immensely because, you know, like I said, you, you could just post a video on YouTube and then, you know, 20, it goes viral or some crazy shit, you know, or you're on TikTok and you, and now listen, you, you could go on TikTok and if you're a fairly attractive individual, you could potentially get people just to look at you and think you're pretty and then click on the thing and then, oh shit, this person can sing. Oh shit. And then boom, there you go. There's your instant virality right there. Whereas before, in order for that person to have gotten to any sort of modicum of success, they would have had to have gone out and just gone to the clubs. They would have had to have found clubs that would have accepted them or performance venues that would have accepted and let them play. And then they would have had to have then garnered some sort of audience by that, throw out demo tapes to people, fucking send, sell them or whatever they do, you know, all kinds of crazy shit. And then maybe you get lucky and some sort of record guy is, is there, some record label representative is there and hears about you or hears you and then listens and says, hmm, maybe we'll be, maybe take a shot on these guys. And then, okay, th then there's so many other variables going into, into, the, into the mix that like, once you take that out and now you're getting basically banned direct to consumer, there's, there's no, not that it's, it, it, it's not that it doesn't exist anymore because it still exists, obviously, the, the middleman, right? But the middleman isn't necessary as, as much as it used to be back in the day because of the internet. And, you know, one of the things that I kind of find interesting too is, you know, obviously we're doing podcasts and stuff, right? So when, you know, me and Frank or whatever, when we first started trying to do podcasts, when, when podcasts first became a thing, man, I wish we would have fucking stuck with it because we'd probably have several we'd probably be like joe rogan level not of audience but like in number of episodes we we because we, if we just would have stuck with it we would have been doing it for the last 15 years non-stop yeah and um you know one of the things in starting to listen to like podcasts and that that starting to become a thing it kind of deleted the need for terrestrial radio in terms of even talk you know talk radio because a lot of those stations have gone under and switched back to uh you know that top 40 format or whatever it is um and it's sad because a lot of those shows were super entertaining that used to be on on the FM, like FM talk stations and stuff out here in Southern California. I mean, there was some good shit that they used to be on there. I mean, I remember the one station, 97.1, had fucking, it had, you had Tom Likas, you had fucking Danny Bonaducci had his own show, you had fucking Frosty Heidi and Frank was another one on there. Yeah, they're on a, I mean, they're still, I think they're still going on KLS. Yeah, they're on some other station. Yeah, they're but on like, KLS. Yeah. But it's, it was, I remember, you know, I'd listen to them for, man, I don't know, years, right? And when you listen to people for that long and then all of a sudden their shit just switched overnight and now the, the this one day they're finally being told, oh, hey, this is the last day, by the way. And then listening to those, pro, those end programs, that was, oh, it was so depressing. It was so sad. It's weird, though. Uh, damn, I know you have, like, you're, you're on a point right now. You're kind yeah, of, no, no, like, go, keep going. Go, go. All right, because it's weird that, like, for certain personalities in, in regards to radio itself, mm -hmm. that some of them are just untouchable. Right, yeah. 
maybe Howard Stern started off as like, well, I mean, dude, that guy got in trouble. Like, I oh, mean, all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know what he cost a radio station for all the shit he did. He must have been like oh. upwards of $500,000. Yeah, like, I think it was in the millions, to be honest yeah. with you, like of what he'd cost them. Yeah, but that's somebody that you can't touch because he like revolutionized radio itself. So yeah. like you can do pretty much whatever you want. Somebody here in like Southern California, like Art LeBeau, Art LeBeau is like, that guy is always going to have a job. Yeah, like, there's definitely. no way. I mean, he's dead, but like. I, I don't see a world where that guy isn't doing a program right when he like when he was alive uh just simply for the fact that he just kind of had a legacy or like just a brand or whatever yeah. you want to call it uh that people just knew and loved and I mean if if that guy ended up being on the well, not on the streets but like ended up losing his job I think he would end up going to fucking like XM radio or oh whatever. yeah like, he'd have a job e- easy like easy, easy right no, no questions. But it's weird, like, that the landscape of radio changes so quickly that for everybody else, it's almost not, like, you're not protected in any regard. No, you're not. It's 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 literally an at-will employee thing, and it's at-will to the point of, man, we could just literally tell you right now, oh, by the way, that was your last show? Yeah. Sorry. Go fuck yourself, you know? Yeah. And it, it's crazy, too, because, you know, you look at, yeah, okay, Howard Stern, right? He's a good example. Somebody who revolutionized terrestrial talk radio and just... Radio and, and me, I guess entertainment in general. I mean, the guy went from being essentially what they were, what they termed as a shock jock or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And he just, and honestly, it was in that fucking mid to late 90s fucking zone where, you know, I hate to make a wrestling reference for people that don't get it, but that attitude era of wrestling, that was when all that shit was hot. The controversy and all these fucking things going on. And Howard Stern was like that to the max. Jerry Springer. Okay, everybody knows fucking Jerry Springer, right? All those fucking shits were hot at that time. And that was the thing to do. So he he took it and made it that way in radio. And then I remember he even had like, they used to put it on, I think it was E, the entertainment network. They used to have, he had like a show on there that they would just record, they'd video record his shows and they would like play them like the good the good parts of them where they they make it into a tv show where he's sitting there talking to uh robin and fucking whoever else yeah yeah and but then when he made the jump from okay i'm gonna go to satellite radio now and to me that that changed even the game for satellite radio because i think that satellite radio was trying to do they were like the intermediary between the internet becoming of the major source of music and like entertainment and the inter- well, they were the re- intermediary between the radio, terrestrial radio, and then the internet, right? Yeah, so it's like they didn't have any of the rules of radio, traditional right. radio itself, but they could do everything else. Right, but they were still assholes and you still had to pay for it. Yeah, and so, yeah, yeah. you know, you, you had to pay a premium to get it even, whereas, okay, yeah, terrestrial radio was censored. There was a lot of stuff you couldn't do, but it was essentially free to anybody who had a radio in their car or you could go to the store and buy a dollar 99 fucking little stupid dial radio and you could you could do it you could you could have it you could listen to it you had access to it and then it became okay cool we're going to put a gatekeep on this content and say okay you got to pay us money you want to hear Howard Stern and that was the big one for them i think the game changer it's like you want to hear Howard Stern cool you got to pay this whatever 29.99 a month or whatever the fuck the they were charging back and then. you will because uh i mean you want to hear it because that guy is like well that by by that point you're like oh shit well if that if we got his program when it was sort of clean right what's Just he gonna do how bad, what, yeah, how how bad it's gonna be yeah how, how good it's, it's gonna yeah, be yeah when he's not and i can tell you right now as a person who paid the fucking subscription for satellite radio mm. i remember when they first put it in cars 
And that was like the new thing. That was the new hot thing. And you got that free six month subscription. And you know what? When I got the, the thing in the mail saying, hey, your subscription's up. Well, I mean, I cheated the system and I fucking got an extra six months for free out of it. But <laughs> I literally said when, when that was up and they wouldn't give me any more free subscriptions, I fucking I caved and paid the money because I liked listening to Howard Stern. I liked listening to what they were offering. You would listen to live any live NFL game they had on there, any live MLB game you could get on there, hockey everything you could get anything and it was it was cool because me being a fan of that kind of stuff of an out-of-market team essentially i could listen to everything i wanted in my car and not have to fucking worry about oh man like i can't hear this because it's fucking you know whatever i'm in the car and i, I can only hear like uh, our local sports teams essentially yeah, on, yeah. on the fucking radio and listen to their games on mm. there and so yeah i paid for it and it was cool it was awesome and then the internet caught on with, I mean, not that it caught on, but people started to figure out the shit you could do with it. And people doing, starting out podcasting, starting out, then putting on kind of these internet radio stations a little bit and then saying, cool, like here, we're just going to put this out here to do. And then eventually them figuring out and learning how to monetize it. And, uh, you know, like with Spotify, and if you look at like Joe Rogan as an example, I mean, they paid him fucking whatever millions of dollars. I don't, I don't know how like they were planning to make money on that like if they paid him a hundred million to to do podcasting right yeah or whatever the, mo- the amount of money was right. they have to recoup that by the getting more subscriptions out of that right yeah well that and i so okay because i i listen i like the joe rogan show so i listen to it and it's on spotify and you can listen to it with it because i don't pay for spotify so you can listen to it with a free account but there's fucking ads in there and so that's what i think their plan was is oh we're gonna take this podcast that essentially has the most downloads in of all time and we're gonna say hey advertiser this guy's got more fucking listens that we can prove to you than any radio station on the planet and we can give you quantifiable numbers so if you want to hear an audience of you know 20 million people or i don't know how many people fucking listen to that show but i'm sure it's in the millions if you want to hear an audience or have an audience listen to your shit of your product cool that's going to be like $20,000 an episode or what, however much they charge. And I'm sure over the 10 years, cause they locked him up for 10 years. So I'm sure over the 10 years that they're going to have him, you know, locked up, they're going to make their money back. I mean, they, they wouldn't have done the contract otherwise. I feel like, Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's true. But also when artists or even like record labels get their music, their artist music onto like Spotify itself mm-hmm. or, things like that like they don't make money on that at all that's i think that's why they transitioned to original programming with like podcasting yeah because like they got to pay out all the rights holders the for premiums, the, mu- right? the, yeah. mu- the music like the, the subscription money has to go to pretty much all the rights holders of all the music and shit and like whatever is basically left over is what they get and yeah they're, they're not a i don't think they're a profiting company like mm. they, they they're like basically like marginally profitable i guess now that they've expanded to like programming towards uh, original like podcasts, like yeah. stuff that they they own, they or, like, own, yeah. Like if if I, you and I had a podcast, which we, do, I mean, we do, but, <laughs> but like if but you know they would come to us for original yeah. programming, basically. right? And they would say, okay, cool, we're gonna pay you this much money, and yeah. then you're gonna put out this many shows a year and or whatever a month, yeah, and then we're going to run ads on it and we're just going to keep all the money. Yeah. And well, you know, I mean, yeah, I guess the, that's probably what they're doing. Yeah. I feel, like. I feel like that's how they're recouping their money is they're just, they've just, they've become, cause that's how terrestrial radio made its money was through ads and you know, whatever. So I'm sure they've basically just taken that model and put it on the internet. Yeah. And that's kind of one of the things that I kind of never understood or, and 
not that I didn't understand it, but because I completely, I think I do understand it. And it's that thing of generationally when you have those people that are, oh man, like the people in the radio industry, right? Those guys that were like, mm, this internet thing, this is this satellite radio. Ah, that's the stupidest shit ever. It's never going to fucking work. And then lo and behold, however many years later, I'm sure a lot of those dudes, because they refused to change with the times or embrace the new technology yeah. that those guys got put out of jobs. I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure there's a ton of people that were, that got left behind in that industry because they, they didn't adapt or they didn't, you know, there, change or whatever, you know, there was this woman, I forgot her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on K rock, but she hosted this program called locals only. And it, uh-huh. it basically just was a program dedicated to music locally yeah. here in Southern California. But she got the boot too, and I think it was probably because she was on the older side, the older side of the age spectrum. Uh-huh. But she she eventually transitioned over to I think like XM Radio because that's like how her uh, career was extended. It was through XM Radio. But yeah. like you know, for for terrestrial radio, it's like oh, you got to have new faces or yeah, you, you have to capture. Gen Z now, like right, and, yeah, and you need to have people that represent that. So it's like, well, yeah, and then you need, and that's that's why I think that okay, a lot of these like iHeartRadio and all those types of apps, right, where you can listen to terrestrial radio on your phone mm-hmm. through an app. Yeah, uh, that that's the industry embracing the change mm-hmm. and saying, okay, we need to make this because you ain't gonna capture Zoomers through a goddamn regular radio. There's they're not like gonna put new radios in cars anymore. Like that's like a thing that they've been. Yeah, I think I think Congress. I don't know if Congress stepped in and said. Like, oh, you can't do that. But all the major car manufacturers were saying, we're not even going to put these fucking things in anymore because nobody fucking uses them. So why are we wasting money on putting this in? We're just going to, everybody's got the screen. Their goddamn phones are hooked up to the car. Why are we going to, why are we going to even bother putting in the radio connection? That's like an extra, however much it costs to put it in there. Mm. So, but I think there was something that happened where Congress said something and then they all backed down and said, okay, fine, we'll keep it in or whatever. But that's, I mean, terrestrial radio may eventually just no longer be a thing in terms of what it is now. Yeah. It'll probably be just like what everybody else has been doing with apps. uh, Right. Well, you know, like, okay. Cause uh, if you take a look at like ham radio, right? Like the guys that do the little ham radio operation things, I like the stations that are, you know, like 106.7 or 99.1 or whatever the fuck they are. Uh, cause everybody, if you have a ham radio deal, you have like a, like a station, right? Like a station identifier. And so you're, you're obligated the same as that radio station to do all the identifications and all this shit. So it's, it's funny to think that maybe in 10 or 15 years or maybe even sooner, there might be some, some guy who can get 106.7 as it's fucking, and, and he can just transmit whatever the fuck he wants on there. Cause, <laughs> cause they let it go, you know, cause they, they let, they let it go. Oh, we don't, we don't need K rock KROQ anymore. Because or 106.7 because we don't have like the radio station the the station is irrelevant to us no one can listen to it or whatever the case may be you know yeah the the no one no one does because they all listen to shit on their phones yeah and realistically the actual airwave radio station you really don't even need it anymore because you could just do K Rock 106.7 on the app that's they already have it streaming through there you don't really technically need the infrastructure to yeah. put it out on the radio waves to actually get people to hear it yeah it's almost obsolete and it, it's like yeah. well. 
but it's, why, why are you gonna limit yourself to like a uh whatever it might be like a 60 mile radius right, yeah if you could just have it everywhere everywhere all the time. at the time everywhere on the internet all at once you know essentially anytime something happens boom it's immediate it's on the internet it's there it's forever yeah you don't need to fuck with anything you know yeah it's it's crazy to think that that's you know something that could happen or probably will actually happen within our lifetime that that technology of the radio as it is now as an entertainment device will probably disappear. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, and I feel like that's a very strong possibility. The, uh, there was something else you brought up. Uh-huh. I don't know at what point in the conversation this happened, but it was something about interesting programming dying. Yeah. And I wonder if it's because, well, I, th- I think there's probably a number of factors. One you brought up was that it's probably that they couldn't afford the, to, to, to keep those guys employed. That right. They, their, their payday was too expensive. For, yeah for the radio station itself. Uh, and two, I think radio itself is always changing. Uh, like there, there's an example. Uh, there was a radio station called star 98.7 uh-huh. that was, I think kind of catered towards rock music. I think it was probably from like the seventies up until now. Yeah. And now star 98.7 has, I don't know if it's still owned by the same company, but they've basically been transitioned to like, I think a top 40. Yeah. Top 40. Yeah. And now they're known as alt 98.7. So pretty much anybody that was doing programming for that, it was like probably, it's probably, they're probably gone. Right. Yeah. There was, there was something called 103.1 indie radio, uh, that I don't know where they brought, I think it was, I want to say maybe it was Culver city. I'm not sure where, Mm -hmm. but it had, it had, um, that guy from the sex pistols, What's his name? I don't know anybody from Sex Pistols. I can't help you on that one. Shit, like, I gotta look this up. Right. If, you, if you could hold it yeah, down, it's so, like there's no dead air. So back to the the topic of of the programming thing. Yeah. I do think that's very interesting because if you look at you've got all these this radio station, right? They got they got a program 24 hours in a day, and if you're a talk radio station, you generally have people doing shows between one and four hours. I would say. Yeah. So you got to have at least, and some of those shows have multiple people on them in terms of on-air talent. So you, you probably have, you know, anywhere between 30 to 60 people of just talent in, in a 24-hour period working. And then not only that, but all the additional engineer people that it takes to and, and the program managers and all that shit to run the actual shows. And then when you could just say, okay, you know, I can fire all of these people and I can have a, a literal computer just pick the songs and fucking hit play and shuffle the songs and do that for 24 hours and then run ads. I, I get why they do it. And that's what, then that's the thing that sucks is like that art form is not valued. That art form of being able to sit here and talk to a corporation and, and, and hold people to listen and sell ads. Like they don't value it anymore because it's, it's too expensive. Yeah. It's more profit. It's, they can make more profit if they just fucking just have a computer do a shuffling and maybe have one guy there every so often that comes in and says, hey, thanks for listening. And, yes, you know. dude. Okay, so uh, and that was probably what was most interesting about that station 103.1 uh-huh. was that uh, there was like a lot of original programming and it had a lot of heavy hitters. Like it had Henry Rollins from Black Flag mm-hmm. and his, you know, his solo, solo mm-hmm. project or side project. Yeah. It had Steve Jones from the Sex, Pist- Sex Pistols mm-hmm. and uh, there was a bunch of other great people one of them being somebody that we're listening to jose galvan he used to be on indie 103.1 but then he like transitioned over to kcrw and yeah. henry rollins himself moved over kcrw as well and it's national public radio so it's like it's not commercial radio right but it's uh it's 
yeah, it's national public radio, so it's not like the stuff that you would hear on K Rock. It's like, yeah. I, I guess it'd be like free, free form. So I guess they found a home in that. But you were talking about like the the thing of uh, you know them having like a curated shuffle or like right, yeah. music that they like a catalog of songs that they consistently play, like what K Rock basically does. I think that's why they they're possibly dying is because. There, there was an example, like just to go off on a quick tangent. Yeah, yeah. Do so it. there was, there was an incident. I think back, like, in at the beginning of like the '90s or even like the early 2000s, that uh, uh, System of Down was like one of the bands that was like up and coming, but mm-hmm. K Rock was not one of the people that wanted to play them. It wasn't until like after the fact that they became popular and their music was being played. I, I don't know if it was even if it was being played everywhere else or the demand for their music was so strong yeah. that they eventually caved in, but they, they were gatekeeping that band. And right. like, that's the problem that they've had consistently is that they only play what they want. Like, and it's, yeah. it's not taking a chance on things that are new and cool. Like that's what, how they got started in the first place. I mean, technically K rock was not the band or rather not the radio station that played Nirvana first. It was his right. college radio station uh, called KXLU. But, um, you know, they're kind of credited as being yeah, the, yeah. The, the ones who played yeah, first. And then, they, and then they became like world famous K rock. Like, Oh, we played the latest rock music, but they didn't yeah. like there, there was times where they didn't. Right. Yeah. And, and then there's like, Nicole Alvarez, the DJ, quote unquote, uh-huh. dude, they play the same fucking. They play Smashing Pumpkins, they play Foo Fighters, like on a fucking. I mean, whatever top rock bands you can imagine, that's just that shit on a loop. And I'm like, yeah. what is Nicole Alvarez doing? That exactly, like, because you you basically said it, it's like, oh, every once in a while she'll say something, but but right. she's not really contributing any no. kind of like music creation to begin with. Like, it's it's all accounted for. Right. Yeah. I mean, she's basically just like putting in. Oh, is this going to be it right here? Because he's done at 10, right? Yeah, I don't know how long he's going to go. All right, whatever. We'll just keep it up so we can hear it. So anyways, sorry. So also, real quick, though, if, if you're listening to us, and just, just go pull up the Jocka Teen song and just have it ready, because then when we hear it, you can listen to it with us if you're actually listening. And uh, we can you know hear it all together, and that'll be cool when she plays it on the radio, and then you can hear it. You know, with us. Yeah, want, I, I think he, I think he's just kind of like recapping the songs that he was playing previously. Intergalactic. Oh, maybe what time is it? It's almost ten. It's like ten. Oh, 50, he, this has 50. to be the last song that he plays. Here, let me turn it up then. Well. All right. Well, I guess these freaks only. <laughs> Fuck! Wow, he got he got damn he got he got fucking he got hosed. Ah! <laughs> he got sabotaged by the indictment. <laughs> yeah, man. Unless I, I unless I missed it, like he played it. Uh, I don't know. Well, whatever. We're All good. right, whatever. We'll just turn it off there. Okay. So, anyways, uh, I'm not sure. No, whatever. Do you, so, do you? Th- I'm just curious though. Do you think that for sure that it was the fucking indictment that fucked them and that? Yeah, because I mean, and when do you think? Like, did, did I don't know if you if you discussed it with them, but did did you? Do you think that he was gonna play it? Was he gonna like 
hit it in the middle do it at the end do it like you know make it the fucking main event of the program like yeah you know, that's what i was curious about because if you don't really want to do it in the first hour because it's like well not everybody's going to be tuning in right so you kind of want to do it in like in the middle because not everybody's going to stay for the end either so it has to be somewhere in between uh and then the fact that he got truncated by this or, like, whole current event thing. do you think he would have let do you think it was and i don't know because i don't fucking work in radio so I, I have no idea if this is a thing but i just knowing how i like things and how i would do things do you think it would be something cool to be like oh man you know at the beginning of the program just be like hey listen i got this new banger i'm gonna that's I'm what gonna i fucking did play it that's, at the yeah. end or whenever you're yeah. gonna play it right and then just just keep teasing it the whole time and then once it's there just be like okay everybody this is fucking it. It's time for the fucking main event. Yeah. And then just fucking be like, here it goes. And then let it rip. You yeah. Know? I, I fucking, I mean, I, I didn't waste anybody's time. I was like, if you're going to be here, I'm here. You're, you know, you're here to listen yeah, yeah, to yeah. Jocko teen on the, on the radio, quote unquote. Um, and I did it right away, but I, I did build up a bit of suspense. Like I had yeah. drum roll. I did the whole <laughs> fucking, I did the whole rocks, like fucking shoot on, on Billy Gunn. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, I said something along the lines, like, I know what you're feeling. You have goosebumps on your arms. The fucking, the hair on your arms is like is standing. You're there's piss rolling down your legs. Like, you know, something <laughs> yeah, akin yeah, yeah. to what the rock said when he was talking shit about Billy Gunn. Uh, cause I, I thought it was you know, to build up the suspense or the the monumentalness of the moment yeah, to yeah, play yeah. her song. I'm like, this this is it. So before I even got to the song, it was like three to five minutes of me just fucking around and yeah, 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 yeah. doing that. But I don't I don't know, man. I, I don't know what happened. So I imagine maybe Thursday he might be taking over that dude's program once more to see if he can give it another shot. Uh, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, well. <laughs> I I was expecting to hear Jacotine's song today, but it's all good. I mean, it doesn't have to be right away. The only thing yeah. is, it's this is a this is a a ticking. I, I would say like a ticking time bomb because eventually somebody from either another radio station or yeah, it's just gonna get someone's gonna figure it out. It's gonna it's gonna come into somebody's hands. Yeah, so. We'll see. So I, I would be curious to know if he's like pissed or whatever that he didn't get to do it. Because well, mean, it was just like really weird circumstances too. Because that's what I'm saying. Like it's it's, it's like it's some shit that happened that's kind of out of your hands. It's like yeah. oh motherfucker. Of course, on the one night, the yeah. one night that Jocatine was going to get played on on the radio here. Yeah. Fucking a this goddamn whole fucking political, political piece, bullshit yeah, had to yeah, happen. So yeah. And uh, fucking then 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 it was ruined. Yeah. Uh, but eh, you know. Things happen for a reason, I suppose. We'll see. Hopefully, it works out for the yeah, better. Yeah, true. But, but anyways, uh, yeah. so back, I guess to the now the, the, that now that the, that's no, over the the Nicole Alvarez thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like mm. I was saying, dude. Like, what is she doing? Because I don't. There's no part in the programming for K Rock where I'm thinking, oh, this is this is something that Nicole Alvarez would play, mm. or this is something of Nicole Alvarez's taste. Whereas if I were to listen like KCRW or even like Petros and Money, dude, like Petros and Money is a fucking sports radio station. Yeah. And they have like bumper music in between like their programs from, uh, you know, to, for them to take a break and then do a commercial, right. do do an ad and then they come back and then play like a legitimate song. And yeah, they, yeah. They highlight it. It was like, oh, this is fucking, um, I don't know. This is uh, go outside from a band called Colts. 
And like their curation of music, while it is not the focal point, is a lot better than some radio, some, some FM radio stations. Yeah, who their the whole point is to curate fucking music so yeah. people can listen to it. Yeah. So, and I think that's kind of I don't know if it's like a lost art or if it's just something that is it's not dying because it, it it exists in, in the form of TikTok. Right. But there's this other dude, and I don't even know if anybody listens to his fucking program because I think it, the station I think the station is called K KS pc uh-huh. kscp or i think it's kspc and his name is junior francis and he's like this is a guy directly from jamaica so he, <laughs> he he knows like he knows everything he's like a human archive as far as like rocksteady reggae yeah. scott and all that shit it's programs on at 6 p.m i think and i think it's aired from pomona or some shit uh-huh. but like unless you're a fucking super heavy reggae head or like uh, any anything from that spectrum of sound right, yeah you're not like you're, you're probably not listening but i'm like damn but people should because this is like one of those deaf uh like uh you know there's breath content and there's like deaf content right. like people that know something really well yeah and like this guy is doing it and not a lot of people are listening and i'm like they should because this is like somebody that's probably been around fucking since the time of bob marley or like <laughs> yeah uh, like those, you know, those other artists like Toots and the Maytals and shit. He probably fucking knew them firsthand, and he's telling really great stories. But nobody, nobody's probably nobody gives to, a shit. Not not to talk shit on the guy, but no, like, yeah, it, it's not. But it's just because it's just radio obs- itself, yeah. yeah, it's an observation of radio itself being fucking pointless now yeah. or getting to be pointless. And it's like, but it's like you got a guy on there who's got a good program, right? That's doing that. I kind listen of shit. to it, like, yeah. yeah. And and then you've got, as you said, you've got the you know the K Rock uh, fucking shit ass D- DJs that are fucking basically. Who knows if they're even fucking picking the songs? If, no, they, if it's just some asshole picking that. the songs and they're just saying, "Here, this is this, the, the program manager hands them the fucking list and says, this is the songs. Uh, figure out some shit to say in between a couple of them, and then that's it.' Yeah, that's their you know? gig. Is they they say they just." I don't Cause, know because I, I have yeah. listened. To, I do listen. I have listened to that before recently, and it is they they talk not like they don't even talk that much. They'll play like four or five songs, and then come up and say, "All right, cool, we're gonna take a break real quick," and then come back from the break and say, "All right, cool, uh, we're get, we got tickets." If you hear fucking so and so, and then and then four or five more songs, and then oh, the song that song plays that they said about the tickets, and then they have someone on that says, "Oh, we got the tickets," and then it's it's just rinse and repeat that for fucking two hours. It's very or whatever. superficial conversations. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's nothing, there's no depth. There's no substance it. Yeah, to it, right? Yeah, it's it's and it sucks because that's yeah, man, that is that's like a, almost gonna be like a lost art form in terms of that because like with our like with this like with our podcast and stuff. I would love to be able to have people call in and fucking say, oh, yeah, man, or ask us questions or say shit, just like they do on regular radio and be like, oh, hey, I would love it for if one day we could do live podcasts and say, all right, cool, we're going to fucking call in this fucking, get one of those Google numbers or whatever, and then just be like, call in this number, and then we're going to give away tickets to some shit, and then have people call in and be like, okay, if you you do the games or whatever, you're like, okay, cool, we're going to do some crazy-ass trivia shit about some ridiculous stuff and make it funny or whatever. That's that's like a lost art form, or have, have people tell even, us... Like, even the skits, too, like yeah, on Kevin this, and oh, B, man, dude. man, I know, dude. I mean, I wasn't like an... Uh, I wasn't a hardcore Kevin Bean fan, but it is something that was like happening in Southern California that people would tune in to listen yeah. to in the morning, like whether you were going to school or work. Yeah, man. Like one of the pro, like one of the things I don't know why they picked on Eli, uh, <laughs> but it was like during the time when he was two time champion. Yeah, like yeah. I think it was like two thousand eight to two thousand twelve. I think it was actually closer to two thousand eight, but um, they basically painted him as like an idiot. Yeah, and. Um, 
somebody was impersonating Eli Manning and he was on the Kevin and Bean show and he'd say stupid things like, oh, next week we're going to play the San Diego Padres. <laughs> like, knowing that, yeah. you know, that's like it's a like different sport. sport. Yeah. yeah. And like you just say stupid shit like that or or like the way he would say, he's like, hi, <laughs> like, like an idiot. He's like, oh, my brother Peyton. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just dumb shit like that. But like, I kind of miss that about like, I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. Like as far as. Yeah, I, I don't think it exists. And that's, that's kind of like, okay, when we, you can tell if, if I can ever find, I think I have the early, the original episodes we did of like the BFN show back in 2000 fucking like seven and eight right and you can tell it it was very heavily influenced by the morning zoo whatever you want to call it type radio and because that's what we that's what we love that's what we like that's what we were i guess trying to emulate and what's funny because we had skits we had all kinds of crazy shit that we were doing and if you look at that's what that's what that was. That's what that morning talk radio was. And we had like commercials. We had we had fake commercials. We made up fake products, and we were, we would read commercials and do them like do little skits for the commercials for them. Yeah. And it was kind of interesting. And I I still I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, that would still be fun to do. Just even if it was like once a month, just do a fucking ridiculous show where we just have a bunch of weird skits and then whatever play them talk about some bullshit maybe that could be the live that's the live show that we we do once a month if we get some people to listen you know like yeah, yeah. that'd be cool but the, there was there was one thing i don't know why i know this is kind of deviating from music itself yeah, yeah but like as far as fake commercials go you know what commercials like i always love is fucking um the gatorades where it was like i think it was in grayscale so it was like in black and white right yeah but the gatorade or the sweat was like was colored, perp- yeah. yeah, it was colored. Whatever the right? color of the Gatorade was, and I always thought it'd be funny to make a commercial because it's usually sports, right? Yeah. But what if it was ro- like crimes, like instead, <laughs> like it's like uh, you know, some dude robbing a bank. Yeah, or- he's like Gatorade. Is it in you? But he's yeah. like committing, ar- <laughs> he's committing arson yeah. or like robbery. When when it gets too hot in the kitchen that you just lit on fire, yeah. What do you turn to to cool you down? And you're like, Gatorade, yeah. <laughs> Felonade. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That is felonade is actually a thing. I I did I have a sponsor that was a sponsor, quote unquote, of the alternative history show. Yeah. It, felonade was it was the literal because Joca Cola was the was the one. Yeah. And so felonade that so that is that is a thing. We we could we could make that happen. That's yeah. that 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 is something that I would be interested to do. We all should, right. Maybe we should do that. Now that I have all this video editing shit, we should do that. <laughs> just put, to be table that. Yeah, just to just to uh just to be stu- like just to go down further the hole of like stupidity yeah. and just making things that are fun and whatever. Right. Um, so, anyways, getting back back to, to the topic. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. For music. Um, well, what's, what's, what's the way in which you consume music currently now? Yeah, now? now. Uh, I would say that the primary functionality or source of place that I do music through is is iTunes, and it's really through Apple Music because. I fucking pay it's like six bucks a month or whatever and you get you get everything you don't have to fucking pay per song anymore you don't gotta do none of that shit you just like Jocketeen right that's how I or like um, MS Paint and fucking uh, Military Gun I I was like, oh, cool. Let me just see if they're on here. Oh, yeah, they're on here. Cool. Let me just listen. And boom. I don't have to fuck around. I don't have to go to YouTube. I don't got to dick around or do nothing. Um, now, that's probably... It's a very inefficient way because now, granted, they do give you suggestions and shit. And I have found a couple because I like a couple of uh, I, I don't know. I guess they're like m- mainstreamish kind of you know 
rock hard rock metalish bands but like motionless and white is one and i don't know if you've heard of them but I, I like some other shit and i've found a couple other bands off of the thing at the bottom that says oh similar to the artists that you like and that's basically how i find uh, other than you that's basically how i find fucking new shit to listen to yeah because uh, because that's that's it that's all i use i'm not really out there doing anything like that have you have you ever found a song off of tiktok i mean i don't know if you've actually ever come across oh, a video from yes, tiktok that's or another, real, yeah, okay you're I mean, right yeah what, so instagram so how, tiktok how, how have, what like is there any specific example that oh, you've... Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. So, um, I don't know if I even talked about this before, maybe, but that dude, uh, Lil, Lil Darky. Lil Darky, okay. I, I fucking had never heard this shit before, and I was like, oh, shit, man, this this song this on this bang. TikTok video is fucking sweet. And so, I... it. I, of course, because you have to go in the comments because everybody's an asshole and they can't just put it in the fucking video. They put their name and original song. That's what they write. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. First of all, you know what the worst part is is when people do the thing where they, oh, we'll see the actual artist's name is and it's like the ellipses and oh, then they don't actually yeah. say the thing, right? You know, because then you have to click the scene that says more of the comment, yeah. And then it just turns out that that was just, it was just it, bullshit. That, yeah. that was just it. Yeah. So then I gotta scroll through the comments and fucking fi- try to figure out who the fuck this is. So eventually, after fucking minutes of searching i find it and then i go to itunes and i fucking put it in or an apple music and i put it in and i say oh shit here it is so i i listened to it it was it was a song called i think the song was called genocide or something and literally <laughs> dude this guy is fucking awesome i would love to interview this dude if we ever got the chance because yeah. he's i think he's native american and he is like fucking the most racist motherfucker you've ever seen in your life oh man I mean, his songs are ridiculous and they're fun but they're funny like he did this one song that saying that him and these three other guys they're like shills for china and they're like saying about <laughs> they're literally saying how they how much they love china and it's the best and i'm like dude this guy is fu- this guy gets it right here like it's hilarious because and he's super controversial he's one of those guys that's like super controversial and so anyways he uh i, I listened to the song and i'm like this fucking sounds nothing like that clip. Like, did these assholes lie to me? And then I look, and the song is like 10 minutes long, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. So I said, well, fuck it. I'm already three and a half minutes in. I might as well just listen to the whole thing. Mm. So it was kind of cool what he actually did, because I've never heard this before, where he took, like, samples from his own songs, and he put them in and combined them into a new song. That, and he made it, like, 10 minutes long. And he, he would say a couple lines from one song to a new beat, and then he would pop in some parts of an original part of the song and then do some other shit and then so that song was was like eight and a half minutes in that one that was in the tiktok video so i did yes eventually find it part and it was the original part of that song like it wasn't another you know song so but yeah that's an example of someone that for sure i definitely and and i do find a lot of other you know it's like rapper hip-hop songs on there uh because that's a lot a lot of people put that shit on there i haven't really found any i think i found one metal band i think they were called triple f maybe or something like that Mm -hmm. and uh it was from a video that somebody sent me and i was like oh what is this fucking what are these fucking dickheads and i said i gotta download this there was one today that i did uh it's uh this band called the relentless and the song's called nothing lasts forever and i've only listened to the song all the way through one time and but listening to that section i was like oh shit that's awesome and listening i just literally just listened to the song before you got here and i said oh man this is pretty good i want to listen to the rest of them to see if they're just a one-hit deal or if not but i mean i like their cover art on their fucking album so i'm already like oh man i'm probably gonna like this yeah yeah all right so what about your attention span for consuming music uh well okay i do think that i am not well i'm definitely not a zoomer so i i do not have the 30 second to 90 second fucking attention span that everybody has because obviously i 
downloaded us or listened to a song to like that little darky example. And I sat through the whole 10 minutes. Now, if it was a zoomer that fucking heard that and was like, Oh, this ain't that shit. They probably would have just clicked it off and said, fuck it. And been done with it. But I found, and then I, through listening to that 10 minutes, I was like, man, let me, let me listen to some other, of this guy's shit. And then I kept going and kept going and it, it, everything kept fucking getting, getting was great still. So I don't think that I have that. I, I'm going to call it a disability. Cause I really think it is. I think it's like a fucking, it's like a, it's like a, I don't know if it's a developmental disability that everyone has. That's like under 20 or it's 25. ADHD or some it's shit. something that is going on there. It could be all the high fructose corn syrup, but I mean, we had that shit. So I don't know, maybe who knows what it is. I was raised on television. And I came out TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I I don't I don't get it where it's like oh man if you don't get this shit within ten seconds or fifteen seconds you're, you're moving on to the next thing and that's what these young kids are doing that's what they're into they're into I, yeah oh nope didn't like that or so it's like for music I can see how it's hard for people to get across to some of these younger individuals because I don't know if they're if they got the attention span to sit there and listen to some of these albums and or even some of the songs quite frankly and one of the things too is I've noticed with you know at least I don't know if I don't know if um, the MS Paint, if this was by design or not, but I mean, yeah, their songs are only like a minute and a half well, to keep, like two minutes. Keep right? in mind that they're technically, well, I mean, they're called synth punk, but you know, if they're of the cloth of punk itself, then that usually means that their songs are within a two minute. Oh, so they're short scoop. anyways. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, then maybe I'm just fucking reading that wrong. Yeah. But maybe, it, do you think maybe that's the future because bands and shit are going to adapt to. Yeah, I do think so. Uh, I think music itself is just, uh, dude, cause it, I, I don't know if you had a chance to look at G, uh, GT's discography, but a lot of the songs are like, you can listen in to, you can listen to like their entire album. I think in like 15 minutes or something, or like one of their EPs is like six minutes total for six songs. And yeah. they're, they're fucking, they're fucking good. Like, Cause they're you know they're quick and they're catchy yeah, and yeah, like yeah. yeah they get they get their point across and it's like why wouldn't you want to do that as an artist to get to the best part of the song instead of right. like dragging shit out for like six or seven minutes because I don't think I'm, I don't want to say that a band like Led Zeppelin couldn't exist today but dude you ha- to capture somebody's attention for seven <sighs> minutes is, I don't think they could exist you, today man I think that's I don't know if they could that yeah. that's people like us would listen to it yeah. but. As we get older and, and, you know, not age out, because I don't, and that's one of the other things that's unique about, I think, music, is I don't think people really age out of it. I think that whatever you listen to, mostly, you know, like, the, the shit our parents listen to, I mean, they're still listening to that right now, but you don't, like, age out of music. You still will listen to music your whole life. It's not like you go, oh, I grew out of that music phase, you know, oh, I still listen to music, you know, you still will listen to music, uh, you know, all your whole life till you die. Yeah. So, I don't think that, uh, we're kind of like in the middle, obviously, between the real boomers and the fucking the the, the zoomers, and yeah. we're caught in the middle of well, we like that old shit, but we also like this weird new shit too. But it's getting shorter and shorter, and I don't know how to feel about that. But I think that yeah, like I do agree with you. I do think that is the future of music. It's going to be yeah. I mean, it's as if short. it's already if it already hasn't been constrained to four minutes. Like for radio itself, it's usually you make it a four minute song because you know again it it's people only have so much time for right. to yeah, listen to yeah. a song itself anyways. So like, why were you going to make it longer? Right. True. But uh, I guess what would be another follow up question to ask you because you were kind of talking about you know 
if I asked you if you had discovered music through TikTok or even yeah. just Instagram reels, right? Um, have you found people that have curated me? Because there's people that aren't necessarily like a radio station or even yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, have you found people that have aligned with your your personal music interest? Yeah, a little bit. So okay, I'll give you kind of an example. Okay, so. We've, we've talked before on other podcasts and stuff about how we hate the the fact that there's people that can just, you know, kind of show their tits a little bit and they can get people, they can get 20,000 followers. Well, it's right? not even just girls, it's guys too. Right, right. But I, I, yeah, I show their tits or their abs, right? Let's yeah, say that. Yeah. Like you can show your yeah. fucking, you could, you could just be a dude that's shirtless and you can get all this. So, right. So there are some people in, in my, in my, and again, I'm not hating on them because good for them. They fucking cracked the matrix, right? They figured it out. Good yeah, for yeah. them. All right. They got more followers than us. So, yeah. but. I just I like to I always if I see someone that that catches my eye and I go oh um and I do what I what I basically say that I don't like is I like oh I like this I'm gonna look at this chick because I think she's hotter I'm gonna look at whatever <laughs> yeah I will then go into their profile and see what else they have like I will if it if I'm going through reels or whatever and I come across one I'll just click on them and I'll go to it and I'll say okay let me see what else they got let me see what other content they're producing and. Uh, some of them, there's this one girl I can't fucking remember what her name is, but she wears like this Boba <coughs> Fett she has this like Boba Fett fucking like outfit and i have i have a fetish for like bo katan or whatever but she's she's like is it the ginger hair i think it is it probably is uh so anyways but she she is like like a like the physical embodiment almost of that if katie sackoff wasn't around right but basically she hits music to all her videos she has some sort of song or some sort of something in pretty much every single one of her videos okay and it's her kind of doing because she's like a cosplayer or whatever i guess you call it and so she i mean by definition i mean i feel like she is a music curator because she is curating that music to whatever scene she's portraying or whatever character she's she's portraying she did like a spider-man one and there was it was some fucking like i don't know it was like a weird kind of bluesy jazzy song but god damn it just went fucking good with what she was doing mm-hmm. and i'm like okay cool so in terms of other there's other people that yeah i found that okay their musical tastes are yeah for sure they're definitely aligned with me there's there's uh you know, a couple because I follow some like bodybuilder dudes and shit too, just because like I don't know, I'm, I'm into that shit. So, uh, they will put up you know whatever weightlifting motivation videos and shit, and yeah, they'll blast some metal songs that okay, obviously they chose the song to go in there, and it's it's a song that oh I'm cool, oh, cool, I like the song, this is sweet, let's let's go with this. But I do think that there is some kind of a novelty to people that are it on that platform is they're kind of being their own DJ and. Even though that's not the focus of their content, I do think that music can make or break some shit. And, it can, yeah. And I think that that's a medium that very much that applies. Because the difference to me between a, a good 10 or 15 second video and a bad one is, is definitely the type of music that you choose or the lack thereof mm. of said music. Because there are some people that don't, I don't know if they don't understand or if they just don't want to fuck with it, even though that's kind of the whole point of TikTok. What TikTok was, it was like the fucking karaoke app, right? Like the sing-along yeah. deal originally. So there, there was something that interesting that happened, I think. I don't uh-huh. I don't know how the scenario played out, but something happened between Hangman Page and CM Punk. Uh-huh. Uh, more, more fucking AEW yeah, yeah. controversies right, and right. shit. Well, anyways, I think Hangman Page ended up going home and... He posted a story 
and the song was called Karma Is My Kink. He's drinking like a wine glass. I yeah, think he was yeah. supposed to be taking a shot at like CM Punk. Yeah. But people were like, oh, that's kind of a good song. Like, yeah. It, well, not only was it ironic or whatever, but yeah. it also was a good song. A yeah. good song. And people were like, I'm going to check this artist out. Like, yeah. just, just weird. Like, that it just happened that way that a weird uh, situation like that uh, turned it into a turned into an opportunity to present music and then people are like well i actually like that song i'm gonna add it to my playlist or whatever yeah interesting did you know a a musical a musical tidbit to keep it like relevant about hangman page okay so you know his his theme song that he comes out to right uh it's like that like that song yeah that song is a fucking royalty free song yeah okay and i just thought that was fucking hilarious because i'm like wait a minute you're in this fucking company that could literally purchase any fucking song that you want. Yeah. And 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 they and you went with and you went with a royalty. I think that's cool as shit because I'm sure he likes that song and it fits his character uh, of Hangman Page. But I don't know. I just I just thought that was an interesting. Did like, you say the fact. NWO theme song was also a, like a? It, it wasn't royalty free. It was in the Turner in the like, Turner catalog. Music Library. And because yeah, basically when Eric Bischoff was going through and trying to figure out man like, what kind of music could could this be, he was just going through the catalog and just list, sampling random shit. And he heard this song, and he's like, "That's the one right there." It's weird though because it sounds like softcore. Porn. Yeah, it does. And and it's it it was like some background track that some dude recorded. And what's funny is that guy that you can get that song on iTunes as just the backing just the backing music, right? You can get that on iTunes. It's some I think his name's Frank something. I don't remember what his actual name is. But you could just get it and no one owns the right to that song. It's not on you it's, can't get it's like free for use or No, you, he owned like that guy whoever it was, it mm. it was in the Turner library and then I don't know what happened but it's on iTunes under that guy has an album mm. and it must have been his album I'm sure I'm sure the Turner library probably still owns it but that and that's who's getting paid is probably Turner off of that. But yeah. I'm sure that dude gets a residual. So but like it's not on any that song is not on any album that's wrestling related it's not on no wwe album it's not in the theme songs it's not in anything because turner still owns the rights to that song oh, okay. and they probably said go fuck yourself or you can utilize it in because they, they did use it for the nwo i think they bought the rights to use it as a wrestling song but not like to sell like you could use it on tv and shit but you can't like sell it in an album yeah because it's still under that license or whatever yeah. Turner. i don't know how it works but i just thought that was that that is a very interesting thing too about how it's, it was just some backing track like it wasn't it was just some nonsense thing that some dude made that worked for fucking Turner probably, and then they were just like, "Oh yeah, here we'll just use this," and then it turned out to be an iconic fucking thing, yeah. As opposed to you know, so who knows? It could have been a mainstream th- song. Like, I mean, I guess since we're on the the, I don't want to stick on wrestling too long, but uh, like Hogan, right? He has fucking when he when he came out. Even when he was in WCW, the song that he came out to when at the beginnings of when the NWO was happening was uh, the uh, what's his name, uh, Voodoo Child by uh, fucking um, goddamn why can't I remember the guy's fucking Jimmy Hendrix. Hendrix yeah Voodoo Child and then even in the when he was in the WWE same thing he came out to Voodoo Child when he went back to being regular Hulk Hogan and that's a sweet that's a great fucking song and it like it fits too it's it's just like man that's good so again musical choice too is like you know. It's 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 the make or break. Okay, well, if you were, uh, we're gonna stick on the little re- the wrestling because oh, it, right. it is relevant it's, it's to music. It's, it's still relevant. relevant. Yeah. All right. Well, if you had the choice, if 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 the company could have um, set aside a budget for you to use whatever song 
that you wished for your your entrance music as far as being a wrestler goes what would it be oh so there is a song it's called uh or even even okay here's another scenario yeah, yeah. if you were a base like a professional baseball player and what, what would be your walk-up music Th- those two those are similar questions but two right. different scenarios yeah yeah, yeah. okay and, so, would they, and would they be the same answer or would they be different no, I think they would probably be the same fucking answer. Um, let me, God damn it, why is it not just showing me what's in my library? Because I don't remember the name of the song, but let me, or I don't remember exactly who, oh yeah, so um, it's it's motionless and white, but it's the song is Scoring the End of the World, and I don't know why, man, but that song just fucking, it just kicks. There's a line in there when they're talking about they're talking about like fighting or whatever and they they do this little weird riff and then the 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 vocalist is like he's saying this shit about you know they use they're using notes instead of bullets or something like that and it's like oh man like that it just gets you fucking going man it just gets you fired up because like oh they're fighting the man with their music bro like you know i don't know it's pretty it's fucking sweet that would definitely be i think my it, before that for, for wrestling yeah for wrestling because before that um there was the there was a song, uh, it's called Zombified. Fucking, what's her name? Uh, Soraya, I think is her AEW name. Oh, yeah. But, uh, uh, what was her name in WWE? Fucking, uh, dang. I, don't know, I just remember, I just remember that Paige. sex tape. Yeah, I just remember the sex tape with Paige. Yeah, Paige. Yeah, yeah, Paige. Uh, she comes out, it's called Zombified. And I forget who the fuck it's by. I'll have to look it up right now. Okay. But that, that was a song that was really up there. And because I had been listening to that song for uh, quite a while. And then when she came out, I was like, I didn't, it was a surprise or whatever when she was coming out. And then I heard that song start playing. And I'm like, these motherfuckers. I always said this would be the perfect fucking song for entrance music. Mm. And I was like, this motherfucker went ahead and took it. So now I can't use it. Now I got to fucking, now I got to pick a different song. Yeah. If I ever do something in wrestling, which is probably never going to happen, but you know, whatever I just, you know, I'm, I'm a psychopath. I think that way. Yeah. So the, the other thing is to, when you're talking about, cause it doesn't just apply to TikTok videos, but yeah. I think in wrestling too, uh, cause we're still on the subject of wrestling, wrestling. Yeah. But when, when people come back from fucking, uh, from rehab, you know, whether they got yeah. an injury or something. Cause I don't know if you remember, man, but like in 2004, cause I didn't even think, I don't know. I wasn't really all that much into edge. Yeah. But I think it was either like the lottery draft that he came back. Yeah. And people like, it, it wasn't even so much that like his physical appearance, uh, was a thing that triggered people. It was right. the music, and it's yeah. like you think you know me, and then people are just like, "Oh my, oh my god!" Yeah. Or even like Stone Cold, dude. Like, right, yeah. I think there's something about creating like an experience and then having like the appropriate music to go with it that it makes like really interesting videos yeah, or does. even just mo- just 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 experiences. I guess you could say. Because then it's like when you, I mean, to me, entrance music. If if I could have entrance music in my everyday life, that'd be fucking amazing. Yeah, because that. And maybe it's just all my influence of being a wrestling fan, but it that just sets the tone. And like when you know someone's music entrance, and you hear like when you hear that glass break for some, you know some, you know what's about to happen. If you hear if you smell, like you know mm. that some some cool shit's about to happen. If you hear the bong of the under, you know yeah some shit's about to happen. And so it's weird having, shit like it's eerie. It's right, like it's yeah. a, there's a mood set, and it goes with whatever it is. It goes with it, and that music. It's like the that dude Jim Johnston or whatever who who 
makes most of those most songs. Of, yeah. He is a fucking genius. I, yeah. I mean, that is probably whatever they pay him to me is the best money the WWE could ever spend. Yeah. Because he fucking nailed it with everything. Every song is amazing. And what's funny too is about like music. The the fucking that guy, the Patriot Del Wilkes, his song, like his entrance song was is is it, it, after he whatever piddled out, it was a couple years later, Kurt Angle came around. That's Kurt Angle's theme song. Yeah. Because I was rewatching some shit and I didn't fucking realize it. And I was like, oh man, that's that same song. But it's a good song. It just didn't fit this guy, and so it didn't. He didn't. He didn't last. Whereas, okay, with with Kurt Angle, he 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 lasted. You know. Yeah. So, but anyways, yeah. I I don't know. I just think. What about you? What would you What would you have? A, do you have a song you'd use? I'm gonna be honest, dude. I have no idea. <laughs> like I've I've thought about this for baseball. I've thought about yeah. it for wrestling, and I'm like, dude, I don't fucking know. Like, there's too many options, and I there spent are. I spent too much time thinking about. Uh, yeah, just there's just too many options. That's I guess that's where I oh, leave it at. Yeah, for baseball though, I guess it would be different. I mean, it's an, it's another wrestling related song, but it would be it would be the game by Motorhead, the fuck Triple H's theme song. Uh, it, like to 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 walk up to that man, that would be fucking epic. To walk up to the plate to that fucking song starting to play. That would, that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, and then fucking do and, this. And, and then if you if you use the baseball bat like in the same way that he holds like the With sledgehammer, sledgehammer and like, then, yeah, just to, just to just to fuck with your the, yeah, just to fuck the pick. Uh, picture fuck, fuck with the picture, yeah. I guess, in, in some way, because there's there, like it adds to the mystique. You're like, oh, he's yeah, not man. just a person. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah, he's a little bit, he's a little bit more. Yeah, but and, uh, and then it's like the words of the song too, because it's like, oh, it's time to play the game, you know, yeah. and like you're saying, like, I am the game, bitch. Like, yeah, you, you ain't got shit. I'm gonna fuck you up right now, you know. That's yeah. I don't know. It's pretty fucking. Sweet. I, I actually, I, I would prefer that for like a closer for any team. Like oh, if yeah. they if they came to that, because oh, then it's that, like you know, dope. game, yeah. you know, it's game over, bitch. Like yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. Anyways. Um, all right, you got you got any questions for me? Um, what do you? So obviously, we kind of talked about you know where you see the future going. It's it's shortened, it's condensed, it's heavily curated towards you know people's attention spans, I guess, right? Yeah. So, what do you think will actually be? Do you think that there's going to be right like record? You think record labels are eventually going to go away? I don't, I don't know if they're going to go away. I just think that um, there's just going to be a lot of options to avoid yeah. going to like a major record label. Because what, what, what do they in reality do? I think they're just venture capitalists that loan you out $120,000, yeah. $100,000, $500,000. Whatever and, the number is, yeah. And they got to recoup their money. Their money, right? And then they were like, okay, you get a pittance. You get you get pennies yeah. on, on the dollar for the music that you made that you went into the studio and produced or or recorded or whatever, and you're getting like fractions of it back. Like, why would you, why would you sign yourself up for that situation anyways? No, yeah, that's true. That's shitty. Well, back then when it was your only option, I guess, yeah, yeah. that's what you did because you wanted to make some money rather the, than no money. Right, and I think the only scenario that anybody would really want to sign with a major record label is because they still have their use in that like if you really want to become a global sensation yeah they still technically like have the resources to do it and like they would have all the channels to make it happen to do but it yeah not to say that going independent and you know working with people that you know care i mean 
not to say that people at major record labels don't care about music, but they got to make their money and they got to make it now. Right. Whereas, yeah. a, whereas like an independent record label might be more patient with you and say like, Hey, you got three albums and we'll be, we'll, we'll be working with you. Yeah. You know, like it, it feels like you're more in the trenches with those people as opposed to like right. trying to please somebody else that's above you. So yeah. if anything, I think the landscape of music will be changed for the better when, well, I can't say record labels are going to just disappear outright but maybe maybe the uh maybe an influx of just a number of rec- independent record labels existing yeah. will will equalize the playing field because then artists will get exactly what they want with a record label for them right. to, to like distribute distribute their music to print out like actual records to take care of all that shit um the things that they don't want to do um other than just to play music and record music yeah. um but uh, you know, I, oh, oh, no, I'm glad you just, oh, I was going to say, like, I don't know if I brought this up uh, the last time we recorded an episode, but there was this band that I was really into. Uh, I don't know if it's I don't know if I started following them around 2017 uh, when they came out their first album. But um, I feel like I did bring this up, but they have been active for like nine years. This is band what called, called? Sh- Sheer Mag. They're called Sheer Mag. Yeah, I think you did bring them <laughs> yeah, up. They're like a really traditional rock and roll band yeah. i guess you could say they, they kind of sound like thin lizzy but the, the the vocalist is like female and i don't know it's kind of like raspy and it's raw and it, it really appeals to like the traditional rock and roll sound not so much yeah. like foo fighters or like shit like that yeah but um this band i thought was really good you know even back in like 2017 and they recently signed to third man records which is jack white's record label mm-hmm. and um but the co-founder of that record label, Ben Blackwell, knew about them back in 2014 when they were releasing like their first EPs and right, stuff. Yeah. But like, why sit on the music for so long that they? Yeah, no, it doesn't make any sense. So I don't know, man. Like that's kind of like the thing that kind of sets me off about record labels yeah. is that they're like, oh wait, you need to jump through X amount of hurdles Hoops. in order, yeah. yeah, to to in order for us to sign you, but. It was also the fact that the band had to approach them and yeah. and say like, uh, we want to work with you guys, right, and, right? And they in the article, it was like a short five hundred word article, but basically they're like, oh, we're, it's such a privilege to work with these people. I'm like, man, they should be sucking your dick. Like, yeah, exactly. No, I, <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I, I just I don't I don't know what it, what it is about record labels that just kind of like piss me off. But yeah, anyways, yeah. Uh, well. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, yeah, no, it did. But, you know, I, I was really thinking about this, right? Well, what I would do, I think, if I was a record label to, to kind of, you know, go with the times, right? If you're one of the major ones, one of the big ones, you just basically make your own social media app, right? Rip off fucking, because that's hot, right? That's hot. And it's going to be hot for a while with the Zoomers, right? You rip off TikTok or some sort of app. Okay. And you say... To all the people that you have on your on your label, the big ones, you know, the major people, you say, hey, guess what? You motherfuckers are going to start pumping this app. You're going to start pimping this fucking app. And you're going to start going on it. And you're going to start fucking doing everything. And then what you do is you make every artist song that you have available in your library so that people can put it to video and do whatever they want on the app. You can't take it and go put it on YouTube. You can't take it and do none of that oh, other shit. Oh, man, don't give, don't give them fucking but, ideas because that probably will happen, dude. Well, we, should, okay, well, we can't do that, though, because we don't own any fucking... But that that actually kind of... But, right, but isn't that smart? Wouldn't it that is be a smart, good idea? Because that's basically what happened with, like, fucking... Uh, uh, what, what do you want to call it? Premium programming with, like, uh, Disney yeah, yeah. Plus and... Oh, right, yeah. To only have the catalog of fucking Disney stuff 
on, on their own Disney shit. Plus. Yeah, that's yeah, it. dude. Oh my god, that's such a horrible. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> like, <laughs> I have I have ushered in the apocalypse of music. Yes, you have because I mean, if you give people that idea, that means that yeah. we're not going to have shit like Spotify. Are you going to pay for packages for record labels? I just They're, well, hold on. I, oh my I god, was, I wasn't. Hold on, hold on, I didn't say anybody had to pay for it. I was just saying that like. See now they're gonna fucking now, now they're gonna make it yeah. now they're gonna now monetize it's it. so much worse. <laughs> I, yeah, I was I, I was saying that you just have it like be like TikTok and anybody can come up and sign up and then you can use whatever music you want that their label has to make videos and shit and you just make a social media app that everybody can go on and you have fucking Beyonce or whoever the fuck's your major signers just pimp the shit out of this app and only use this app and say dude we're gonna make this thing the next instagram or tiktok and whatever you could get that you could make they could make that happen and so what would be the cost to the consumer it wouldn't be anything well, it or would be zero ads. and it would it would just be yeah you get some ads you get some ads here some ads there whatever and then you could just fucking listen to whatever you fucking wanted and but then now the record company is making a shit ton of money on ads man you know what if there's any record executives out there that hear this by any chance i will try to sue you if you fucking steal this idea no <laughs> No, I'm not. I mean, I'm maybe, joking, maybe dude. Maybe kick like, me some it, money. Maybe kick me a little money. I don't give a fuck. I'm up with some corruption and I, some bad I, shit. You know, I'm down. I feel like that. that I feel <laughs> as though because of the landscape of apps like uh, it's, this is you don't think it would work. Di- no, no, no. I'm saying many. like Disney, Disney Plus, and oh, they're gonna uh, make who, it like that. Yeah, like pay. they they might actually make it like that. Where let's say Sony Music Entertainment has all these record labels, right? Yeah, and they have all these artists. Well, guess what? New app, Sony Plus, yeah. Sony Music Plus. No Five dollars a month. No more fucking Apple Music. You take yep. all that shit off. Yep, and you say, all gone, and you, you say here. like you can only find our artists on this fucking app. So then you have like ten different fucking apps for just artists that you want to listen to. That'd be a very terrifying thing. But yes, like it, it would. It, would it help artists? maybe make more money i don't know but does that make i don't us think scum- it would Did, does that make us look like scumbags too because we don't want to pay like a fucking shit ton for original music like um because because yeah. you know you, you could stream music on youtube and you don't right. actually have to pay for it yeah or because you know how like expensive albums are they're like 13 or 15 bucks yeah. and it's like the convenience of using spotify is what right. really sells you and you can you can download pretty much every song yeah. but the the, subs- the subscription is like the thing that's a pain in the ass but Dude, imagine how much worse you, how much worse it'll be with your idea. Like, oh, it'll be way worse. It'll be the. Wor- but I'm just saying from the fucking record company's point of view, if they want to well, evolve with the times, man, that's how you do it. I feel like, and I can't be. Listen, I can't be the motherfucker that literally just invented this idea. There has, they have to have been wargaming this shit. I feel like it's, of, oh, it's coming. Man, if it's you know? coming, then uh, dude, I'm probably done with music. I would just like to say that if it does happen, that it was we predicted it right here on the Game Rage Music Podcast, yeah. and. Uh, no one else is talking about that shit. I, I think we, we uh, I'm breaking gonna, news. I'm going to talk about this on Instagram because this is very terrifying. Because <laughs> then that means it's going to break up music in a way that we probably don't want it to. To only yeah. have compartmentalized catalogs of music as opposed True. to just having yeah. it all in one place. Like, fuck, that's just, that sucks ass. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call this episode the apocalypse of music. Then, then we actually have to, we will have to go back to like, either downloading like illegally downloading things illegally downloading things or buying them off of Bandcamp so bands could actually get paid their due for like the music yeah. and just have like a fucking hard drive of just fucking oh, 30,000 songs God. yeah i don't want to do that anymore dude yeah, i don't, I don't such a pain I, in the ass man i don't want to do that anymore it's like i just want to stream shit and that'll be the end of it uh what do we got in terms of time oh shit uh hour and 11 man so uh, you know do you, you, do you think we got another 19 minutes in there or oh i think we, i think we could probably pound out another 19 minutes to get to, to 90 minutes let's, let's see what we got here um 
All right. So, what else? Do you have anything else that you want to bring up or talk or discuss? Mm, I'm trying to think. Like, that was the, I mean, the only, the real bulk of the conversation was just about how people consume music now, how things have changed. Yeah. Um, so, what do you, I guess, what do you think? Okay. Cause obviously, you had said about the shortness, right? Mm. So do you think that there's another iter- it, another iteration after this TikTok thing of it getting shorter? Do you think it's going to just, the attention span is going to just go down or do you think it's going to maybe be the reverse and the generation maybe after the Zoomers is going to say, ah, oh, well shit, when Zoomers, well, fuck, if Zoomers have kids, but, like, when they become parents, they're going to, you know, because kids go the opposite, right? Yeah. That's, you think they're going to be like, no, we don't want this fucking 30-second bullshit like my dad listens to these 30-second stupid songs. We want nine-minute fucking bangers. Yeah, or we just like traditional, or tr- yeah, tr- traditionally music. length songs, and yeah, I think that's a possibility. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't. I mean, I, I think, uh, what was it, like, hair metal for for grunge music yeah. to come out, it was because it was a direct response to, uh, like grown grown men wearing makeup yeah. and playing hair metal music. They're like, now nah, we're gonna play some more. We're gonna do the opposite. We're that. gonna do the opposite of that and play sad, depressing shit. So it's like, why wouldn't why wouldn't people that listen to music go the opposite direction? Or even like, dude, I mean, I know we were kind of talking yesterday to somebody about. Um, or I was kind of bringing up how right now. Okay, here, here's a here's a weird thing. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not really sure why this is happening. And the kid, well, this person explained yeah, yeah. it to us. But um, so drum and bass music, jungle, uh, like UK garage, all that stuff has existed for you know de- I would say like maybe three decades or mm-hmm. maybe maybe yeah. a little bit more. I'm not sure. Right. But in recent memory, a lot of people that are artists that are just strictly on YouTube, like they just throw shit up on YouTube. Maybe they just throw stuff on SoundCloud, which is kind of like where a lot of artists just go on to throw music up and Mm -hmm. like that's how they release music and they just leave it there. Um, They don't have like a major, not a major distributor, but like they don't have their music distributed to major platforms like Spotify. Um, But the thing that's been fascinating with those genres is that there's, I want, I'm assuming that these kids are like, Gen Z, so they're probably yeah. in their like early twenties, maybe they're late teens, t- early twenties. Yeah, yeah. And they're making this music, and a lot of it is sampling like stuff from PS One. I'm referring to PlayStation One, yeah, PlayStation yeah. Two, even Dreamcast. And I'm like, why? I don't understand why they're going back. Like, I get it. I get that. Like, the, there was an appeal to those games. Like, the obviously the music was really good because I, I mean, dude, it fuck. There's been. A, a number of great games. I mean, one of them that this guy pointed out or this person pointed out was this game called Ridge Racer, which was like a racer. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there's some great music on there. Yeah, there was man. like Ape Escape. Oh, yeah. The Ape, soundtracks Ape, were good. Ape Escape, I think, had like jungle music. Yeah. Which, that, that's, it's kind of like a, I don't know how to explain it because like jungle music, DMB are kind of like, here's my hand as like a root. There's yeah. like the root like dance music, I guess you could say would be the root of it. And then you just have like house music, DMB, jungle, UK garage. And they're all kind of like on the same branch, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm just kind of fascinated that like this generation would go back to that time when original things could be, be created, but they're like, no, I'm really fascinated by these games. Like, yeah, like the way this person was explaining it was that, there was more creativity back then 
because of the hardware limitations of the PS1 or PS2. Whereas like now, now that you could just play on PC gaming or you can just right. do, uh, or I mean, your, your shit's in virtual reality now. It's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. Like it, you're almost able to simulate reality itself. Yeah. Right. Whereas back then, I mean, everything was like pixelated, but it was colorful. There was right. a charm to it. Even like the it super Nintendo music. Yeah. You know, I mean that Mario theme song, man. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was bright. It like, was loud. Like super Nintendo. Super Nintendo was not a, I mean, at the time it's like, oh, holy crap. Like I can look at these graphics. It's like, you know, yeah, yeah. it's 2d sprites, but they're really, they're like, there's a lot of detail, detail and stuff. Right. But it's to a company that like, cause I mean, sure it's limited in that way, but in order to have people come back, it's like, well shit, the music has to be just as good. So F zero was like one of those games that were like the music, the soundtrack of the game itself. Oh, this is so cool. Yeah, Yeah. So I think, that's where like the creativity came in is that like okay the game may not look the best like we know what the future is gaming is going to be it's going to be so realistic that like you're not going to be able to distinguish it from yeah but back then they're like oh we have to make up for that difference so we have to get creative with the music it has to be good like it has basically the game had to be a complete package from the visuals to the music right yeah and maybe that's why these kids are like going back to that specific era because it was maybe the last generation where right. things were really creative in that regard. Do you think that, all right. Cause I, I kind of believe everything's kind of somewhat cyclical, right? Like history is cyclical. Oh yeah. 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 So do, you look at like the eighties music, right? And then you look at maybe the early two thousands. Oh, that's and a perfect example. Yeah. They were, yeah. they were sampling a lot of shit from the eighties. So do you think it's, it's just that cyclical thing where this was shit that was from 20 years ago. Uh-huh. They're into video games. So they went back to shit that was 20 years ago from video games and said, Oh man, I like this. I'm going to put it in some of this other shit yeah. and see where it goes. You know? Yeah. I always thought it was weird. Okay. So the weekend, I mean the weekend, the artist himself. Yeah. Um, I'm not really familiar with his earliest works or whatever, but I imagine it was like original in some regard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But then he had that song called Blinding Lights. And that, that's an obvious take from like the 80s era right. of music. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, yeah, that, that that thing, when that song was made, it's like 40 years removed from the peak of that genre. When it genre. happened, yeah. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa is like the pop star to be seen or uh-huh. heard or whatever. And her song is inspired by disco and funk and stuff like that. So that's another artist that like digs back into the four, you know, 40 years right. prior to, um, you know, 40 years. What am I trying to say here? I'm saying that like music from the seventies, she, she takes inspiration from. So right. Yeah. Like, and then there's this girl named Biba Doobie who plays alternative music. She takes a lot of inspiration from a group called pavement that were during like the eighties, nineties, I guess you could say, I think mm-hmm. it's probably more than nineties, but, um, Okay. There's another, here's another example. There's this, this is a band you might not know, but they're fairly popular right now. There's a band called Julie from here in Southern California, and they have like a shoegaze grungy sound, uh-huh. and they're very good, but you have to imagine that they took inspiration from um, from some of the bands that were taking place during the 90s and shit. So I think you're right. Like I think everything comes in cycles. Eventually, every genre will be retreaded, but... Do you think? Oh shit! Well, here, here, here's another interesting question. Do All you right. think their originality will will be a thing in the future? Because I have heard some things that are original that uh-huh. I'm just like, oh, this is very strange. But I don't know if it's gonna last. Like, it, like I don't. 
there's this band called 100 Gex. Okay. It's two people, and it sounds like ADHD in recorded <laughs> format. Yeah, it's yeah. Just one of the strangest things that you'll hear, and I'm still trying to wrap my head around it, like just listening to it. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it's easily digestible, but people love it. Oh. And I'm like, okay. Of like, will there always be space for originality in terms of music? Or are we always going to have those pillars of genres like country, funk, all that shit? Or yeah, a hundred percent. I do think that those pillars of genre are always going to. They're never going to go away. You're always going to have that. You Mm. then you're going to have the subsets and the outliers that then maybe become maybe some level of you know, similarity to the popularity of those pillars. Mm. But I don't think those ones that currently exist, I don't think they're going away. I think they're going to still be around there. You're always going to have a rock. You're always going to have country. You're always going to have hip hop. You're always going to have the pop, you know, stuff. Because yeah. remember dubstep? Yeah. Dubstep, oh, yeah. Dubstep that was, that was, was like huge in the early 2000s, yeah. right? And then at some point it just got phased out. And yeah. I don't know if it's ever going to come back. Like those just, there's just some things that don't survive. True. And then who knows, maybe in 20 years, that's something that some kid's going to hear and he's going to be, oh man, I like that. Let me, let me sample this in some of my, and then kind of maybe start to revive it or bring it back, yeah. which, you know, it's funny, you know, you were saying about the, the PlayStation original, like the soundtracks and stuff. And it's like that, that type of video game music kind of is its own genre of itself in, in the, in the format in which it was played. So it's funny to think that someone is going to take that and then incorporate it now and maybe potentially either develop some sort of new type of genre of music using something that already existed. And that's kind of that back to that whole, that thing we, we talk about, about, you know, Oh, every idea that's ever been created has already been created. And now you're just basically taking and you're subdividing it or you're doing it in a new way, but you're not, you're not, the wheel exists. You're not reinventing it. You're just using it in a different manner. Yeah. I mean, you can, regardless of like how you use it, I, I think you are going to pay homage to it in some way. Because right. Yeah. I mean, you enjoyed it for what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. But whatever you do with it is not going to come out exactly the same that you, the way the artist uh, did it in years past or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's going to manifest into something different anyways. Like, right, So yeah. maybe that's how originality comes about. It's like, it's, it's yeah. mimicry of things that came in the past, but eventually, like, just by your own, by by virtue of you being yourself, that you're going to do one thing wrong. Like, yeah. well, not wrong, but just by you tinkering and doing things that you'll just stumble upon a new a new form of music that could potentially turn into something original but right yeah i i just i guess i question if originality will will exist in the future because again i mean when i'm talking about like dubstep i know it's one case yeah right I, i it's one case but like there are things that eventually get phased out because they yeah. are like a time capsule of of the cer- time of yeah. the period, yeah. And it just it doesn't it doesn't survive when yeah. when the times change. So I mean, do, w- uh, yeah. I was gonna say, do you think that the I'm trying to think about a word this question. Do you okay? So notwithstanding the the ADHD band that you just talked about, right? Gex, yeah, yeah. Is there any type of music that you've heard? that you feel like, oh man, this might kind of become a new genre of itself other than them? Or is that, is that like kind of the only one you've kind of really heard? Uh, oh man. Okay. I got a, I got a really interesting band that I, I don't 
know how to describe. They kind of are in the vein of 100 Gex. Okay. But their music sounds like telephone, um, like the, the dial-up tone. The, the dial-up oh, tone. Man. Like the whole music is kind of centered around like really strange. I'll have like to show it to you. All right. And, it. and that was like one of the incarnations where I thought, oh shit, like this is something brand new that people don't know about. Yeah. I'm like, but this is kind of exciting. Like this is kind of, and the lyrics are so comedic, but they're also kind of macabre. Um, yeah. And I'll have to show you it, but yeah, right. there, there, I do think, well, what was the question again? Uh, did you, have you seen any other types of new genres that you think are kind of coming Yeah, I, I don't know what the fuck those guys, those guys yeah. are. I don't even think they have a name for their music, like, right, right. as far as the genre goes, but MS Paint is, like, another example. Like, okay. I, haven't heard, I haven't heard a band That's true. like them that I just, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know if this is going to peter out or if they're going to be, like, the, what would be the word, the progenitor for, like, things. For some, can, some new subgenre. Yeah. Of, I don't know what that, what that would be even considered electronic like music synth, or synth, synth, yeah, synth, synth pop synth or whatever music. you said. Synth punk, yeah. Synth punk music. Like, will they be the person that becomes the pioneer to inspire a hundred other bands that are going to come in the future? And uh, yeah, so I guess the yeah, there are things that exist. Do you think that? And then I, I this is still maybe on a similar topic, but it's obviously it's music related. But do you think that with the access that people have mm. to, let's say, you know, make music, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that, because obviously in schools and stuff, a lot of those programs are like the first fucking thing that gets cut. All the music and the arts types programs, mm. they, they fucking cut them. When the budget gets gets tight, they say fuck those guys and they get rid of them. Yeah. So do you think that the access to not only put whatever art you're making in terms of music out there, uh-huh. but the ease of access to be able to learn how to do something or play an instrument or mm. do whatever, do you think that that has kind of been an influence on the amount of people that are kind of now coming up and saying, oh, there's there's all these people out there because, cool, you can learn how to do some shit on YouTube. You can learn how to play guitar on YouTube. And mm. if you found two other guys on the internet that learned how to play bass and a guy who learned how to play drums, well, shit, now you got three quarters of a band. Now you just got to find some asshole who can sing. Yeah. You know, do you think that has played a role in the amount because there because like it, i don't think it can be denied there are a shit ton of people out there that make you know music, music right, because yeah. you can't so do you think that that kind of has contributed to maybe inspiring people to say oh cool let me try this i like music let me let me see if i can do this and then try it out and maybe i don't know if there, you have any examples of people that just tried it for fun and then all of a sudden turned into something you know like, I, I think that'd probably be the intention for a lot of artists that they can't rely on the fact that their music is going to be turning into yeah, right, a career, right? Right, yeah. Um, and then, like, the circumstances of them... Was it, where, where were you going with the question as far I, as, I like... I was edu- just going... Ed, like, do you think that that the access to education of it, uh, it influences more people to try it and then maybe make a song here, make a song there, or... Yeah, okay, so... I guess that's an interesting question. And then, well, and then I guess also to follow up on that, also mm-hmm. like kind of more to fine tune the question, I guess, how do you feel about that type, like, like music in general being a, a, a staple that should be taught at schools? Do you think everybody, you could be something that everybody, like we all have to go through government econ. You think we should all have to take like a semester of fucking music class just to fucking, you know, see if everybody likes it or if it's interesting or whatever. Okay. So that's like two different questions. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of, Similar, they're similar, yeah, a little yeah. bit, but uh, okay. So for the first one, I think it, okay, it's difficult because 
if you take the element of technology out, out it's harder right. for people to learn about things. Yeah. But that also creates like interesting scenarios in that a lot of the groundbreaking people in music were people that were self-taught. Right. So I think it's, I think that's a good thing in that own regard, but I think for the aspect of like technology and uh, what you're talking about, like for education, um, because it is so accessible now that people look at TikTok videos, like maybe somebody in their own age group or maybe just somebody that they admire that they look at somebody and think, okay, I want to do something like that. And now it's, it's not just, it's not just like in the past the past where like you had a band like the Rolling Stones where you admired that drummer. Um, now it's like, there's a model for me. There's somebody that inspires me. There's a role model for me on TikTok that he's the same age as I am, or maybe, maybe they're 18 or, and you're like 10, but you're like, I like the way that guy drums. Like just the, the number of people that exist for you to learn how to drum or even play guitar like that's that's kind of cool. Like, yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure if I exactly. Yeah, kind of. So, I, I, as a follow up question, yeah. kind of to that, yeah. do you think that? Okay, so you know, back back in when the record companies were the main thing, yeah, right? yeah, the music quality was usually pretty high, right? In terms of most artists that would get play on the radio, it was it was high quality. It was it was good, essentially, for lack of a. It was generally considered to be good, right? You would say. Mm. Um, that those artists were already kind of curated and been through the hoops and they've kind of been like, okay, cool. These are good. So you knew if you were listening to the radio, you were likely probably going to listen to a song that was decent at least. I suppose. I mean, cause back then when they recorded a song, it was usually like, it wasn't, it wasn't things that recorded separately and then you put right. it all together. It was, everything was done like a once. couple takes. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was done in a couple takes. And so then, do, so do you think that. Okay, so nowadays where you have basically everybody, everybody with a laptop can fucking you can go on fucking GarageBand and you can you can generate and make your own fucking without music. having without having played music right like with, an with, instrument with right anything. So do you think that that has affected people like because um, you know I've come across stuff on TikTok that some asshole just made a song and it you know it's it's just like oh this is garbage yeah. So do you think that has kind of do you think that has influenced people to kind of maybe that's the bad side of I mean, not influence, but maybe that is that you think that's the bad side of this open access to everything is that there's too many people fucking having access to it. And maybe some people shouldn't. Um, I think that's like a, I think you're kind of making that like a philosophical question about yeah, it is. like, cause then it's like, at what point do you, what do you consider music or what don't you consider music? Is right. it, is it the technical aspect, the technique of playing music mm. or is it DJs that can just press a few buttons? And cause I've, I've evaluated that question myself. I saw this yeah. artist named George Clanton. Uh-huh. I don't know if he actually knows how to play instruments, but I know that he makes electronic music uh-huh. and the music is dope. And when it comes to like the live performances, um, the dude knows how to work a crowd and get yeah. people going. And I'm like, shit, man, it's not even about the music. Like it's sometimes it's just about the person like making you. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not the fact that he can play the guitar in a really proficient way. It's just the ambience that he created with a few buttons that he pressed on his beat machine or whatever. Yeah. Maybe he played a little bit of rhythm on the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and in, in that like same regard, um, that's where I'm not entirely sure if like music itself or even artists can say 
or like for us to say this is shit because you don't know how to play an instrument or yeah. this is good because it sounds cool like it's interesting right or, yeah and then for like the other side of it where somebody that actually plays guitar and does interesting stuff like you know, you can say the same thing. Like, well, this is shit. And this is good. Like, right. you, you understand where I'm getting at? Like, yeah, well, because it's objective. Music, yeah. Musical taste is very objective and sub, and su- it's subjective also to the person who's fucking sitting there. So something that I think is great, you may think is garbage. And something that you yeah. think is great, I may think is garbage. So, yeah. you know, yeah, it is subjective. But uh, honestly, I was just fucking reaching to try to get us to an hour and a half. So well, fucking, are we there? Oh, we've, we've passed it. So we're, we're good. We, we fucking made it and uh, all right cool i mean I, I i got nothing else that was i was like god i hope this fucking takes us another couple right. minutes but we're but you you got anything else or no, no i, mean, I can still go no, that was good i mean all right cool shit. Yeah. i don't know if people are gonna stick around for the last 10 minutes i mean because <laughs> it was uh there was a lot of like what is it close-ended questions like yeah there were, like, i was answering you, my own fucking questions some, some of the times but you, it's like do you think because you're basically implied do i believe what you're right asking? that's true it's like close-ended as opposed to like what do you think about this matter well and i guess they, i just worded it incorrectly yeah, but yeah you know i yeah well you you just answered it like you didn't like you didn't like I, it's not like i asked that you, no, you no, just no, answered but, it like as if i asked but, you what do you, you think know about it's this? Like, yeah uh, but yeah that's what that's what i was getting at yeah, was, yeah. yeah what do you think i just worded it wrong it's yeah. it's late i'm tired we were here and i fuck i'm mad i didn't get to hear jocatine on the radio yeah so you know fucking uh I, did, I just fucked up on my wording yeah it's, it's all good so, uh all right cool okay. anyways thanks well, for your criticisms Adam. yeah i will put that in for next time and i will fucking definitely well i mean if if we're gonna be interviewing people we can't ask no, that's Qu- fucking dumb. Yeah, questions have to be open ended for them, right. to, yeah. Because then, because then it turns into a yes and no thing. Yeah, we don't want to. Right, we don't, don't want to do that. that. We want to. We want them to elaborate. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Take, a was, stand, yeah. take, a, take their own stance on yeah, something. Exactly. But anyways, cool. Uh, anyways, thank you for the criticism. I will take that <laughs> and I will fucking note, note, file that away. Yeah. And then uh, yeah. So anyways, um, well, thanks for listening this long. If you fucking were here, yeah. Uh, I guess we'll tech, check you on the next time, and uh, we'll see you around. All right. Peace out. That was the Game Rage Music Show. Thanks for listening.